change. Second in the three-part series of spiritual talks that I was asked to give. And I find it a very interesting topic because once you begin to delve into it, it just continues to reveal so much more. I think David Bowie's been carrying on about it for some time, the three C's of change. Changes. I think he had it right a long time ago, so I'm kind of taken from music this morning, as you might imagine. Suzanne just got through playing a beautiful piece, and within that song, The Rose, it's the heart afraid of breaking that never learns to dance. It's the dream afraid of waking that never takes the chance. It's the one who won't be taken, who cannot seem to give. And the soul afraid of dying that never learns to live. When the night has been too lonely and the road has been too long, I changed one word, and you think that living is only for the lucky and the strong. Just remember in the winter far beneath the bitter snows lies the seed, you, that with the sun's love in the spring becomes the rose. The first of the three C's is choice. Wow. There's this decision, how do I make the right choice? How do I know if this is good for me? What should I do? <laughs> I speak to people. I, I, I talk to my mother every day and, and my mother will say to me, well, I'm feeling this way. And I'm going, why is that, Mom? She says, I don't know. I said, who would? Can you give me the number of somebody I can call to find out why you're feeling this way? We have the opportunity in every moment to choose. But what will we choose? There's this ever-seeking exploration of what would be best. How could I create what I really want in my life? And so it's important for us to take the time to ask ourselves that question. What is really, really important to us? And I don't mean what's going on around you. Certainly family and work and finances and being fulfilled in life are very, very important. But it doesn't start out there. Those are results. The choices start within. And, and depending on where we make the choices from makes a difference in how they evolve or how they show up in our lives. So where do we look? Well, if we look to our mind, what will happen is we'll have our understandings and our beliefs, the evidence and history that occurred up the mouth that kind of is true in this conditional reality that we live in. And we live here, trust me. I'm not going to stand here and talk idealistically this morning about the fact that we don't have situations that go on in our lives that powerfully impact us. We're always looking for the positive change. Sometimes those Difficulties show up. And there are reasons for those. In my life, at 17 years old, my sister was killed in an automobile accident. Devastated me. Still don't know why. In my 30s, my dad decided to make his transition. 
Why did you leave before we had the opportunity to be what I really wanted to be with you and you with me? We have tragedies that occur in our lives that can cut right straight through to us. And yet, we always have the opportunity to go to the place that makes the difference no matter what's going on. Our heart and soul. Our unconditional love and the inspiration of our spirit. It's what fills our consciousness with the clarity and the illumination to be able to look in any moment at what really matters to you. Not to the world, not to the circumstances that you're in, but to you. And if we turn to that place and allow that to guide us, then it starts to reflect out into first our experience of ourselves within that place we sit quietly and and look at whatever we do. In my home, it's in the back. We sit and we bought these really cool chairs and a nice table to be able to look out into the back garden and enjoy the day. Have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or just smile and, and enjoy being with each other and, and, and enjoying nature. When you have that opportunity to just be who you are and remember what really matters, that's where that reflection starts into everything that you begin to create within your life. And so it's important to start there. And, and, I, and I know, gosh, have I been looking at my habits and patterns lately. These things that we develop and that we come to understand are the only way it can be in this moment. It's, it's what we've chosen as our ways and means, but sometimes they kind of wrap around us. And even with that choice within wanting to do something different, it seems like it has us sometimes. We have to sometimes get off the merry-go-round and look at it and say, hmm, I was just recently sharing with Jacqueline uh, some of my habits that I'm noticing. I'm making choices because I want change. And then I run into myself, right face to face into myself. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hi, Jim. <laughs> and I'm noticing because I'm being aware from a loving, compassionate place for myself rather than judging myself for being wrong or not doing it right that I could change that. And it's changed not by what I know because if I already knew it, I'd already done it. I'm reaching to that place within and trusting guidance in what can be. I agree, Shannon. The greatest and most persistent blockages in your progress in life usually come from a single source. Yourself. And so, choice is that first C that we've got to find and get a hold of. Begin. Because life isn't happening to you. You're creating life. And so, by beginning to make choices from a deeper place within and having that be the starting point, you're tapping into the highest and best of you. Your heart and soul knows better than your mind. Don't be trapped by what you think. Allow yourself to be inspired by your intuition and your inner knowing into something different. The second C is chance. Well, in spiritual truth, does chance really exist? Chance is more of a, an opening or an opportunity or a point 
of time. I find time very interesting. It can be very beneficial and can be also very difficult to deal with sometimes, but that chance is a place where you can be what you've chosen and allow yourself to step into what's really available for you to be. There's this place within us of faith, of trust. Each and every one of us in this room today have come to a point in this moment of what we believe in, trust in, look to for inspiration and guidance. Sometimes in, when we're able to turn within and find it, then we're trusting in our faith and our knowing. And when we have challenges and we're not sure, we kind of look beyond. We maybe pray or we meditate or we open to allow for inspiration to move through us until we can find it within ourselves and then we can choose and step into the opening of chance to do something different. You create what you're focusing your attention on. Choose. Whatever that is, even the simplest thing in this moment, and then step into it. Step into it with the inspiration of your own heart and soul's guidance and faith and trust in what you've got going on. If you focus on weeding your garden and you make sure you get to all the weeds and you get them out of your garden, but you don't water and fertilize your flowers, what's going to happen to your garden? If you focus on your weaknesses you're certainly going to deal with them and work through with them and heal them and so on. You have to bring your attention also. You don't have to do anything, by the way. If you choose to bring your attention to your strengths, because what you are is joy. What you are is peace. What you are is the beauty of life. What you are is the presence and power of your heart and soul. What you are is what you want to choose and therefore step into and be. You're already what you're looking for. And so it's a matter of practicing, remembering that you're not governed by the life around you or the circumstances that you're in. You're the one that creates those. Again, I return to the realistic conditional reality, we are surrounded by situations and sometimes are difficult to deal with. I don't know why, and I'm going to share this for a moment this morning, and I don't mean to share something sad. I was profoundly affected this week in how important life is. And I did a funeral this week. I, I, I have all kinds of things that happened that could help me do that. There was a mother somewhere in Tampa that took her four-year-old and walked into a river and let the four-year-old go and walked out of the river and the baby died. I don't know the story, but I'm trying to imagine being that mother. I'm trying to imagine being that child. I'm trying to imagine that life is just constantly unfolding and we never really know what's going on or why. But for some reason, that made me value life so much more this week. And it brought my attention to what each and every moment we have an opportunity to look within and choose and step into. 
In Matthew it says, according to your faith, let it be done to you. Trust. You know what the best part of chance is? The key to making the difference? Show up. Show up again and again and again. Yeah, we're going to be distracted by things that are going on in our lives, on goals we want to achieve, things we want to accomplish, you know, kind of struggling with trying to get time and place and making it happen. But if you keep showing up in the moment, as you are, because you're perfect, and as the all that you are, then that energy just moves in and through you. It will awaken or initiate or make you aware of something in that point of chance that allows you to choose other than what you are. Be here now. Be here as you truly are. Acceptance. But the acceptance that sometimes we make wrong decisions. Sometimes life happens. It doesn't smell good sometimes when life happens. It doesn't feel good. But in the acceptance of the fact that this has occurred and looking into it for what it's trying to show you and moving on, we create another chance, another opportunity to make a choice for change. Acceptance is important. And I've used this term frequently for some reason recently. Compassionate acceptance. First of yourself. And then of the situations and people around you. In that compassionate acceptance, you bring an ease and a grace to yourself and to those around you or situations that you're in. Hmm. Sometimes we are so attached to our way of life that we turn down wonderful opportunities simply because we don't know what to do with it. Take that leap of faith. Oh, that was by uh, unknown. That's Anonymous's cousin, I think. I will share this with you. I will guarantee you, you only regret the chances you don't take. You will not have regret if you take the chance. The third one is change. Jimmy Buffett says, you just have to change your attitude and your latitude. Well, we all know Jimmy Buffett is a free-spirited man. I used to live across the street from Jimmy Buffett in Key West. I used to steal his key limes off of his key lime tree to make key lime pie. That was back in the 70s, though, back when Margaritaville was Margaritaville. And we know changing our attitude helps. Changing our latitude to someplace else, I don't know. You don't make change happen. You become change. How do you become change? By stopping, looking, listening, choosing, stepping into the opening of chance that's available. And allow yourself to be the flow of God, of the divine, of the creator that you are in the circumstantial reality you have chosen to bring your soul's expression into. This is your whole purpose of being here is to find the inspiration and remember your connection to all that is and bring it into the moment enough to be the expression of God, of Source, 
of the divine. And as you do, you tap into that flow. And that's the assistance that we're all looking for in what we really want to do or be or change or create. We're the only ones that don't listen to ourselves sometimes. And you know, when it comes to that place that maybe you're not sure and you maybe are trying to make that decision and you're trying in your heart and soul and you're stepping into it as best you can and it still doesn't work quite right, turn to somebody. Look around you right now. There's not one person in this room that wouldn't assist you or be there for you or support you in trying to make a change or walk through something that's difficult. You don't have to do it alone. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. John C. Maxwell. You know, we're, we're living in a world of change. Sometimes we look around us like I saw this incident that occurred that affected me so much this week. And gosh, we can look at our political structure. We can, we can look at what's happening in other countries and in our own country. We can look at the things that the media and social media constantly bring to our attention of what's happening in the world. And it sometimes can feel like, you know, we can't control that. So it's important to remember where everything originates. And that's that inborn opportunity to take advantage of each and every moment that you're given to be who you are. There's a song that I enjoy. I don't get to listen to very often, but From the Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. I'm going to make a change for once in my life. It's going to feel real good. Going to make a difference. Going to make it right. I'm starting with the man or the woman in the mirror. I'm asking him or her to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. We have such a wonderful opportunity as a spiritual community to have a philosophy that we can turn to. In choice, chance, and change, the spiritual law of cause and effect says, as you are, shall you be. Paraphrased rather shortly. What you put out there creates an effect. You can choose. You can take the chance. And you can change. Do it with joy. Do it with freedom. Do it with the peace and beauty and presence that you are. We have this opportunity to live life in a fulfilling manner if we choose to. It takes a single spark. It takes one choice, one moment of courage, the chance to change this moment, every moment, to change your life. Be proud, be confident, and most of all, be happy. Thank you.